Pastor Anton, now that we're in 2024, what goals do we have in mind? Is God included with those goals? How can we find the motivation to pray to accomplish those goals? We'll answer those questions and so much more. Let's get into it. You're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together, we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear His voice, move in His direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Lasala. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Anton. Glad to be with you, man. We're just I just love the fact that we're going to continue in 2024 to keep Jesus centered in our lives with the goal in mind to hear God's voice, to move in his direction and eventually help others do the same. I want to say happy new year to everyone. I'm believing that 2024 will be better than 2023. And I'm just not just saying it just to say it. I really believe that 2024, we're going to see a lot of breakthroughs miracles healings that take place in our families in our relationships and maybe you've already seen them come to pass in your life right now but now that christmas has passed and after we ring in the new year i don't know about you or anyone else that's listening right now but for me in the month of january i take a great pause so i can take the month of january to reset new goals personally, relationally, and financially. Now, what I've heard and even experienced in my past of my life in pursuing these new goals, we start out with a bang, getting ready to lose those few pounds, getting better with our communication with others and watching how we spend our money. This usually is good for the first quarter first quarter of the year but then the floor drops out and we're back to our old habits this was frustrating for me until i found out that i could get help in pursuing these goals with god so maybe you're like me trying to find a better way to pursue better goals in 2024 but to get there we need to have a firm foundation of god's word in what we believe we're talking about the bible folks believing in god's word that's it that's the bible itself see all the success that i've had has always been going back to the foundation of what jesus has done for me first timothy chapter 3 verses 15 and 16 this is what paul says to timothy so that if i am delayed paul was saying you will know how people must conduct themselves in the household of God. This is the church of the living God, which is the pillar and the foundation of truth. Without question, this is a great mystery of faith. Christ was revealed in a human body and vindicated by the spirit. He is seen by angels and announced to the nations he was believed in throughout the world and taken to heaven in glory. See, I believe this is the heart of what Paul was communicating in this letter to Timothy. 
Timothy was a young pastor who evidently was struggling with what to do in the church. But here's Paul encouraging and instructing what to do in the church so that Timothy's goals for the church could be accomplished. With these specific scriptures in mind, Timothy had a great outline of goals from Paul's instructions. See, having a firm foundation of faith in 1 Timothy 3.16, Timothy was able to receive with confidence his goals set before him. See, with 1 Timothy chapter 1, Paul was, was saying to Timothy, encouraging him to stay in the rest of the gospel of Jesus Christ and not give in to fables and endless genealogies of the world, which include people who want to remain under the law, the Ten Commandments, even though the law was fulfilled when Jesus went to the cross. Also, Paul was instructing Timothy to be aware of those who of those made-up religious traditions that left people confused and lost. And with First uh, Timothy chapter two, here Paul is explaining to, to to Timothy how to pray for the nations and the people. With First Timothy chapter three, Paul was saying to Timothy how to recognize leadership in the church to help promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. With Timothy chapter four, Paul says to continue to, to to Timothy and to the church to continue in the faith of the gospel even though Timothy was a young in his leadership Timothy was to reject profane and old wise fables and exercise himself toward godliness with 1st Timothy chapter 5 Paul was saying to Timothy how to conduct himself with young and old widows with and without children elders within the church and finally with 1st Timothy chapter 6 Paul was explaining to Timothy, encouraging Timothy to remain in faith and to teach only the words of Jesus Christ. First Timothy chapter six, verse three says this. Paul said, some people may con contradict our teaching, but these are the wholesome teachings of the Lord Jesus Christ. These teachings promote a godly life. Now, Timothy was able to keep these goals before him by remembering what Jesus did for us in 1 Timothy 3.16. See, Jesus came in the flesh, the Bible says. Jesus came in the flesh, was righteous in the spirit, seen by angels, preached to the Gentiles, believed in the world, received up in glory or heaven. And if Timothy could remind himself of 1 Timothy 3.16, then he could accomplish any goal set before him. This is true for us as well. If we keep these truths centered in our thinking, anything can be accomplished with God's help. So let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And before we read these, these passages, let's keep in mind what Paul said to Timothy in chapter 1. Some had rejected their faith in Jesus and suffered shipwreck in their walk with God. So Paul encourages Timothy with these words. Therefore, I exhort first of all that all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. 
for kings and all who are in authority that we might lead a quiet and peaceful peaceable life in all godliness and reverence for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth in verse 8 says I desire therefore that that men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting so here's Timothy a young pastor trying to navigate the church in the right direction challenged by those who were who once believers are now turning on the church maybe having some low level of confidence in his leadership Paul gives these inspiring words to Timothy to overcome his challenges in the spirit of 1 Timothy 3.16. Let's just read this again. Therefore, Paul said, I exhort first of all that all supplications and prayers, intercessions, and giving of things be made for all men. Folks, that means people that we like and dislike. For kings and all who are in authority that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence or dignity. This also includes people we like or dislike. In current leadership or past leadership, we need to be praying for our leaders. And if you don't like what's happening in leadership, then pray that the eyes of their understanding would be enlightened to line up with God's plan for our country for leadership in business, in all things. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of a sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. I desire, therefore, that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. That means praying, folks, whether we're praying for people who, without having a grudge you know sometimes we have these grudges on the inside of us because we're disappointed with how people treat us but the Bible says just to continue to pray without wrath without a grudge without doubting but maybe you know of people who have shipwrecked their faith shipwrecked their faith in God because of life's challenges maybe it's you who has shipwrecked your faith in God because of life's disappointments let's keep in mind again if we keep our focus on what Jesus did for us in 1st Timothy 316 prayer for ourselves or anyone will not be hard to do let's just follow the lead of Jesus in John chapter 17 See, before he goes to the cross, Jesus begins to pray to the Father for his current disciples. In verse 9, it says, My prayer is not for the world, but for those who have give, you have given me because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me. So, so they bring me glory. Verse 11 says, Now I am departing from the, from the world. They are staying in the world, but I am coming to you, Holy Father. You have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. Then Jesus, 
then Jesus doesn't stop there because in John chapter 17, verse 20 says, I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message, through the disciples' message. Wait a minute. Did Jesus get done saying that he wouldn't pray for the world? But he did. Because like any good leader, Jesus prays for his disciples first and then prays for those future disciples that would come to Christ through the gospel message spoken by his disciples. See, when you read John chapter 17, you can hear the passion Jesus has in his prayers. Yeah, well, Pastor Anton, that's Jesus. He could pray for anyone. He could have compassion for anyone. He didn't have any, any hindrances. Now, friend, if you believe that, then my friend, you haven't read the Bible because Jesus had many uh, opposing, uh, uh, many uh, opposition, excuse me, facing him. He just saw those people who were opposing him as sheep without a shepherd, which gave him the motivation to love and to pray for them. Also, Jesus experienced everything a human being experiences. That means he had emotions. Remember, Jesus wept at Lazarus's tomb. In his anger, he overturned tables in the temple. He was very direct and stern with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So Jesus, full of emotions and with opposition and challenges, was still led to pray for anyone. And let me remind you, Jesus is our fearless leader and the best example to follow. And we can follow his lead. Why? Because the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead abides in us, the Holy Spirit. That means he can pray. That, that, that means we can pray and see the same results that Jesus had on planet Earth. So like Timothy, we all have goals. We want to achieve, right? We can accomplish those goals in our own strength and effort or, or get help from God and follow how Jesus prayed, how Paul and Timothy prayed which is communicating with God and including God to see our goals achieved. So what's the plan of action? How do we get started? Create a habit of prayer. Now to do that, I suggest we find a way to pray for 21 days straight because it's been said that something that's done for 21 days straight produces a habit. So find a ministry that, that, that prays for 21 days straight or or you can create this habit on your own be, if you're self-motivated. Maybe you need to get some self-help, you know, from, from online or, or a book. But just set a time to pray every day for 21 days. Either way, this is going to help accomplish our goals, sustain those goals all year. Now, things can, now things can, you know, come up in those 21 days to get us off track, but don't get into condemnation or, or guilt. Just get back on track. God's grace is huge, and God sees our hearts in the motivation of prayer. For the few new ones that are just starting out, from my experience, it's going to be strange at first. You're talking in the air. You're sitting or standing in prayer, which seems like eternity when it's only been three minutes. In time, those three minutes will turn into seven minutes, seven minutes will turn into 12, and so on and so on. In time, your prayer time will turn into 
an hour or more. I'm not saying this is going to happen overnight. But this is the progression that you can have with God. This is, happens because you delight to be in God's presence and talking with him. See, I'm passionate about this because I see the body of Christ as well as the world hurting. And the solution is right in front of us if we'll just take the time with God. Allow Matthew 6.33 to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things be added to us. Fuel us to see our goals achieved. Like you, I have goals that I like to achieve. So I've started my own 21 days of prayer. Yeah, but Pastor Anton, aren't you praying already? I am. But I'm exercising the 21 days of prayer for me is like taking a refresher course. And, and like a refresher course in any field of work, uh, you can improve any, you can improve in any field of work. And I want to improve, I, I, sorry, I just, I'm so excited. I just want to improve in my field of work regarding prayer. I want to hear God's voice more clearly. I want to move in his direction better. I want to get better at helping others do the same in 2024. See, we all have goals ahead of us. We can either accomplish those goals our way or God's way. If we keep 1 Timothy 3.16 before us, Jesus came in the flesh, was righteous in the spirit, seen by angels, preached to the Gentiles, believed in the world, received up in glory as our motivation to pray, then prayer will not be, will not be, then prayer will not be work for us. And now I want to emphasize that it won't be work. If anything else, prayer will give us the urgency to get with God, to get those answers so that we can finish our goals in 2024. Now the enemy is going to come down hard on us because he doesn't want us to pray. But let me encourage you with 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. Fight the good fight for the true faith. Remain in faith. Hold tightly to eternal life which God has called you, which you have declared so well before many witnesses. And with all that said, with all this encouragement of prayer, why do we still miss our time of prayer? Hey everyone, subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you. He's for you, and He is ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to His power that works in you. We love you, and we'll catch you next time.